Hello and welcome to this week's episode of the Problematic Sticker Podcast. I am your Run host. while you still can. Damn it, I didn't even get to say who's hosting. Klaus is hosting again. Welcome our host Klaus to the Problematic Sticker Podcast. Sorry Ben, I had to do it. Fine, I'll go play Dokken Battle. You can go host, I don't care. This, ain't, this world tournament ain't going to grind itself. <laughs> well, it did if I had a bot, but then I'd probably get banned. But still, um, anyway, Klaus, how are you doing, man? I am doing fine. <laughs> After trolling you a little bit, how are you? I'm fine. No, I I understand what you're talking about grinding on those games. I actually just hit uh, level 39 in Pokemon Go today, so that's oh, congratulations. It takes a long time to get up there, and now I have five million XP to go until I can finally hit 40. Well, this is a PvP style tournament that they only do every like a couple of months. So okay. it's just a massive grind because everyone tries to fight for the top scores at once. It's yeah. Yeah, I think Mobius Final Fantasy might have something similar. It's not necessarily PvP, but it is that you can continue to fight against a specific set of bosses to get, to raise your score up as high as possible. Well, I use PvP in the loosest term with this game. Basically, the tournament characters, unless they're a bonus team, are actually made of the people that participate but the ai controls them i see it's pvp in the loosest term you're not playing against any players but the teams are made by players interesting so um how was your week well aside from starting to have internet issues uh this week it hasn't been too bad had a long weekend but um, like I said, we're still trying to sort out internet issues. People who have been tuning into our uh, streams at uh, TV slash Phoenix will to the fact that my stream has basically gone to shit. As you and, could hear uh, from that dialogue. That too. Yep. I'm probably roboting pretty badly right now. A little bit. A little bit. Anyway, what he was saying was twitch.tv slash Phoenix down radio. Yes. And uh, just as soon as he says that, my, the connection gets better. So I apologize if if it uh, if I go in and out today, guys. Um, like I said, I'm kind of at the will of the internet gods right now. So I have to plug you every ten minutes for you to keep your internet. Yes. <laughs> so just like a normal podcast, then. Yes. <laughs> uh, I'm a whore. Um, in the best wow. kind of way. And talking about whores, hey Chris. Yes. <laughs> yes. How are you doing? You know it. I'm doing great. How are you doing today? I'm not too bad, thank you. Uh, I, I, lo- I love that. I, I love that you have finally <laughs> designated my role on the podcast. Great to finally have a title. <laughs> uh, how was your week? Has it been good? Uh, yeah. Yeah. I watched some great anime this week. Decided to talk about it as always. Yeah. Because I always have an opinion. Uh, that's good. And opinions are useful on the podcast. Otherwise, ah. it would completely be boring. How was? Yes. How did you find it? It was okay. Yes. Good job. <laughs> um. Anyway. And Gary. Oh. Hello. How are you? I got to, you know, watch some bar anime this week. But other than that, I'm good. 
Did you just say blah anime? Just to piss Chris off over here. Blah anime. Blah anime. Get angry, Chris. I want you to so scream bad. and yell at me like you do. <laughs> no, you know, I'm going to save it. I'm going to save it until we actually talk about it. Okay. We're going to let it build up. Um... I'm gonna let it build up <laughs> until you can't take it anymore. <laughs> so we'll do a quickly bit about Dragon Ball. Um, they showed a bit of foot, showed a couple of screenshots of uh, Vegeta in Super Saiyan God mode recently. Uh, you can check those up online. That um, we saw concept of it a while back at Comic Con, I think it was, uh, where we got to see uh, Vegeta in all these different forms, and for the first time. Uh, the anime, anyway, at least in the manga, you they already did God for Vegeta. In fact, um, in the manga, uh, Vegeta was the first one to realize that God was a little bit faster than Blue. I think it was. So during one of the tournament fights, uh, Vegeta was actually switching between God and Blue, so that that way he could trick his opponent because Blue would do more damage, but God would go faster. So he would go to stay in God, rush towards the enemy, and then switch to blue. Um, and then also blue... Vegeta was also the first in the uh, manga to unlock uh, Mastered Super Saiyan Blue as well. So, damn you anime for ruining Vegeta. Um, anyway... Anime always- <laughs> yeah. So yeah, the, the anime viewers are finally getting to see Super Saiyan God Vegeta for the first time. We also found out that Broly is going to kick Goku's ass because the trailer showed base form Broly beating the shit out of Goku Blue. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was pretty great. It's it's a small little uh, GIF image, yeah. and it shows like Broly just owning Super Saiyan Blue Goku in his regular base form. Um, What's even the point? Like it, it, it continues to prove to me that Beerus has to get involved because there's... Yeah. Just one shot's Brawly again, I'm just gonna be furious. It's gonna be the worst movie ever made. I'm still thinking I'm still calling Blue Gogeta as the one who'll be it, but it better not be a one shot kill. It just it can't be. I don't think it'd be a one shot bit kill, but I think it's gonna end with Soul Punisher. You know, the rainbow attack. Mm-hmm. And even then I don't think Broly's gonna die. I think Broly's gonna survive the movie and become a good guy. I, I was under the understanding, and when when Fusion Reborn came out, yeah, understanding that the Soul Punisher only damages and hurts people that are essentially evil souls. Yeah, yeah, completely pure evil souls. Yeah, that's why Janemba died with it. Don't know if it'll work on Brawly. Considering the fact that the Soul Punisher was not canon. And this version is going to be canon. They just change everything. They could just change it. <laughs> but it's, it's a very iconic move, so that's why I expect it to come back. Just like, you know, Vegito brought back his sword stabby move. Vegito was canon. <laughs> no, but I'm just saying, he, he brought that back still. You know, it's been so long, and I, I just like talking about that sword move. It's amazing. It's great. Can we also talk about the manga for a second as well? <sighs> yes. <laughs> I'm going to go get my barrel for the salty tears that are about to come from people. 
Yeah, so in the manga, we now found out that Goku first achieves the unperfect Ultra Instinct uh, after he falls into his own spirit bomb. Yeah. And we think he's dead. Um, doesn't happen in the anime. Actually, he learns... What is it, Omen? Yeah, Omen. He learns Ultra Instinct Omen after pretty much Master Roshi teaches him how to do it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I don't have the article open, but they, they have some quotes from it. And essentially, Master Roshi tells Goku that in all the years that he's been his student, he hasn't learned a single goddamn thing from Roshi. <laughs> tells him that because Goku is constantly as he's trying to fight Jiren always trying to outpower him and gain more strength by power yes um, that it's not about power it's about and control and that's why mm-hmm. Roshi goes in to fight Jiren to prove to him that look how powerful Jiren is, but he can't really hit me. He showed it off for a little bit, and you know Goku watched it happen, and everybody was in shock that Master Roshi was dodging Jiren's movements, and even Jiren was like, "And it's because he was fighting, thinking, which is what Ultra Instinct is, and that's what Whis has been trying to teach Goku and even Beerus." Master Roshi's fight. Is God of Destruction tier confirmed. Yeah, to, to fight without thought and just let your body do everything for yeah. you. I mean, he did eventually get knocked out by Jiren, but <coughs> essentially realized and he admits that, you know, I was the worst student. <laughs> and he essentially achieves Ultra Instinct Omen that way. I don't know, um, he can't say he's the worst student when Yamcha exists. Was Yasha really his student? No. <laughs> I, I, I just, I still just love so much that in, in the anime, in in the anime, when <laughs> Yasha's like, ah, oh, I'll show up at the last minute, yeah. and everybody like, ah, oh. like, it, it would have been great if he did. <laughs> uh, I still wish Boo would have been in the tournament, but he'd probably been so overpowered. No, right. Um, the other thing I think we should discuss is the destruction of Universe 6, um, which, again, didn't happen the same way that it happened in the anime. Obviously, in the anime, yeah. we know that Kefo went all crazy and tried to knock out Goku. Yeah. Goku went Ultra Instinct again and, you know, bounced off of her wave with this Kamehameha and knocked her out. Which was badass as um, hell. Yeah, it was really cool. Uh, that's not what happened in the manga. Pretty much in the manga... Kale eliminated every universe except 7 and 11. Yeah, including 6. Yeah, a lot of members of her own universe she knocked out uh, when she went berserk. Pretty much single-handedly was the MVP. Nice. But until they fused into Kefla and it was Gohan who went toe-to-toe with her and apparently achieved some new power. It's not which, shown off in the anime. Which, again, kind of makes sense because in the anime, it's like, oh, Super Saiyan Blue is the path you're taking, Dad, but I'm going to go my own way. And then mm-hmm. nothing happens. 
<laughs> yeah, nothing happens. But then, to be fair, it's Gohan, so... Yeah, but essentially, you know, Gohan still, in a way, loses to Kefla. Yeah. The last scene, I believe, he grabs her by the feet and jumps off with her, uh, essentially eliminating himself and eliminating yeah. Universe 6. Um way they made it look, it seemed like if it wasn't for Gohan essentially grabbing her and throwing himself off, which is what Android 17 tried to do with Topo uh, in the anime, Universe 6 had a very good chance of probably winning that thing. Oh yeah, Kepler would have kicked everyone's ass. (laughs) Yeah, especially the way Kale. I would love to see Master Instinct, Master Ultra Instinct Roshi versus Kepler. (laughs) <laughs> and I said, I now want an alternate, alternate sort of timeline where Master Roshi is the main hero. Because if he's that, it's been that powerful this whole time, imagine that it's like Vegeta lands and it's like Roshi's there. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, but isn't kind of the, the drawback to that? Yeah, yeah, they can hit you, but can't hit them with as much power. Or is that not... Like, Wait, say that anime. again, you kept breaking up for me. Oh, sorry, it's, isn't it the, God, how did I say it? The point of Ultra Instinct is that you can't get hit, but you're also weakened, right? You can't deliver a strong a, a that's, hit. That's the... I, I think what it, Ultra Instinct is essentially fighting without thought. You're letting your body yeah. do everything for you without thinking about it. The, the floor you're talking about there is like, the... Like, uh... Goku, Goku was weaker than Jiren. But because Jiren couldn't hit him, yeah. But but remember in the remember in the anime, like when he for, when he first uses Ultra Instinct, uh, he can't deliver. He can dodge everything, but he can't deliver enough force with his punches yet. So he that over the course the, of the of the of the anime, he learns yeah. how to deliver more force. But it sounds like what you're saying that's with what they changed in the manga. That's not what well, how it's working. Or? The uh, floor of Omen. Omen is when he's unlocked Ultra Instinct, but it's still not completely 100% because he's mm-hmm. still Master. thinking when he's attacking. But true Ultra Instinct is you attacking and dodging. Mm. You're and able so to... he, you're essentially fighting on autopilot. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And so Roshi, Roshi didn't have the full Ultra no. Instinct, but he was. He's got Omen. Obviously, not Ultra Instinct after all but these he's... years. But after he gets knocked out, Weez does say that he's the the only person he's ever seen come close to mastering it. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Not even Beerus. So, yeah. So so there, therefore your theory is because what I was getting at is if Roshi could dodge everybody but not attack, then he wouldn't have been able to beat everybody in the in the universe. Yeah. But, but if he was close and he could attack, then yes, Gary, you are right. He could have destroyed everybody. Booze, Cell. Frieza by himself. Yeah, he was just too lazy and horny. Those people don't have the same power as Jiren. That's the thing. <laughs> true, true, true. I'm not saying I'm not saying they're a match in any way there. Yeah. But yeah. Though, that was by the was way, wonder. if the manga's true, Cell uh, Juniors are still alive. Also, um, that, um, basically, when the kids Marin. Trunks, Goten, arrive on Android 17's island to look after the animals. They find out that the um, Cell Juniors are living there as well. Oh, nice. Yeah, because they go to attack awesome. them and they, you know, because they think, oh my god, it's Cell. 
and they find out they just live in there looking after they've been like i guess reprogrammed in a way to look after the animals and to stop poachers that's that's adorable so yeah android 17 and his baby of cell as his army of cell juniors We'd be great if they had, like, Zybum in there, too. Like, what? <laughs> it's just this little... It, it's like the forest moon of Andor, but with creepy, weird things. My Damn, sounds, it, sounds like locks. a spin-off, dude. The Misadventures of Saiba and Cell. <laughs> yes! Oh, my God, yes! I would watch the shit out of that! <laughs> just two, oh. two, you know, like, that Rockley anime for Naruto. Yeah. Well, no, just have a <laughs> yeah. side adventures of, you know... That's that's we're getting the token battle. The yeah, the what was it my little my little rangers or whatever it's called. I'm like, as you know, oh gosh darn it! And I would have gotten away with it if it wasn't for you kids and your cyber cell junior. Trunks Trunks go to the Marin going around solving mysteries with the cell juniors. Stopping well, I, love I love everything about it. We, we've, we've got the makings of a great anime here that we need to pitch. If anybody's listening, the ideas, they're right here. Uh, uh. So, yeah. It'd be interesting if they could bring back Cell that way. I mean, Cell Jr. is an exact clone of Cell. It wouldn't take two and two, you know, for Bulma to recreate Cell, but make him good. <laughs> Anyway, oh, I've said it before. I don't, I don't care for Cell very much. So, anyway, I guess we should let Klaus talk for a bit because we've talked a lot about Dragon Balls. And even oh, I figured I, it was just my nap time. Even though I want to talk about Durkin Bao and the celebration starting soon, <laughs> I will, I will actually, yeah, screw it. I'm gonna do it. <laughs> the 250 million download celebration should start next week. So, if you're a player of Durkin Bao, make sure to get ready for your free gifts and your tickets. Uh, if you've used any stones between, I think it's July last year, right? Any 50 stones. Any 50 stones between July last year, right, Gary? I think it was July. I believe so, yes. Uh, 22nd of July, I think it was, to August 21st. Every 50 stones you've used, this 50 stones is either on a summon, well, multi-summon, refills, um, anything that's in-game, really, uh, you'll get a ticket. And that ticket will be used for a ticket banner where you'll be able to summon some units that we don't know yet. They're also dropping a free-to-play Piccolo. Uh, that free-to-play Marin card will come out a couple of weeks later. I'll talk more about that in the future. And they're also dropping uh, a Goku and Freezer card. Uh, well, two Goku and Freezer cards. They're dropping a Goku transformation card and a Freezer transformation card. And a Goku Kaioken card and a Freezer just slightly pissed off card. Um, to be honest, the freezer card looks like it could be pretty powerful, but I don't think you can run it with full power freezer, so it's going to be screwed in a way. Um, so, token battle news, everyone. Now let's go over to Klaus with Baruto, I think. Oh, so you want to talk about Baruto now, huh? Yeah. All right. Well, as as of last week, we had finally ended uh, one filler arc, and uh, we started into another one this week, which appears to be just a one-episode bit about everybody's favorite uh, um, anxious ninja, Metal Lee. 
and uh, they want it. Basically, it's going to focus on Heidi. I'm surprised it's one episode. They could have gone a lot more than that. And it looks like my internet is acting up. Uh oh yeah I, I heard that yeah <laughs> yeah you're, not, you're breaking up I heard that me. last bit yes uh, okay I'm sorry, sorry yeah. Klaus no, I'm just no I'm monitoring because I, I saw it go red there I'm like okay maybe they can't hear what I'm saying oh, so mine's again. been going red occasionally as well but I think you can still hear me okay yeah I was um, able I was able to catch the the, the what you said and, and 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 yeah it's uh something that they could have gone yeah. more into depth with because everything was there but. I'm yeah, kind of happy they didn't, though. I, I thought maybe they'd go two episodes with it, but uh, they were able to wrap it up okay. I, I, like I said, because of the subject matter that they're talking about, like I said, before we get into the story of it, um, anxiety and, and these types of things, it's something that affects a lot of people. And I was hoping that they would have been able to go a little bit more in-depth with the subject because um, I th think it could have been very helpful to a lot of people who watch this anime. Mm -hmm. but I digress um, where the story begins is uh, team 5 is uh, on their way to get their next mission and uh, as they uh, meet up with team 7 they see uh, Medali is sporting some fancy new bling that was a pretty fancy pendant he had on there wasn't it mm -hmm. rocking them, <laughs> them diamonds and stuff bling, yeah bling. I don't know exactly what it was but he we, we come to find out that he bought it because it's supposed to help him with his anxiety issues that wearing this pendant is supposed to make him less anxious hey, is is this the lee that doesn't know how to use ninjutsu uh yeah uh, metal also does not it does not um do very well with uh ninjutsu um just like his uh, father uh, he focuses more on taijutsu the fighting okay. aspect. So they, they get a mission to basically take this antique priceless platter to its uh, new location. And no sooner does uh, Medali get his hands on it that they break it. Ah. Which does wonders for his self-esteem and his anxiety. Um. But he still believes that this pendant is supposed to be helping him, so he continues to uh, sport it wherever he goes, including his new training session with his dad, Rockley, where he is going to show him the beginnings of the uh, eight inner gates um, uh, stuff. Yeah. Because so it's not really a, a it's jutsu. Technique. It is, it's technique. called the eight integrates technique, isn't it? Yeah. Technique, yes. That was the word I was trying to think of. Um, but as soon as he sees that um, Metal is wearing this pendant, he's like, well, what's that for? He's like, oh, this is supposed to help me with my anxiety. And Rockley knows that, you know, if you have any doubts in your mind, you're not going to be able to do anything with this technique. And in fact, it can be very dangerous. So he says, well, we need to postpone this training right now. Mm -hmm. And that, that actually makes Medley think that uh, he did something really wrong. He yeah. doesn't, Rockley doesn't explain very well what's going on. Um, so it, it makes Metal a little bit more anxious. Yeah, than um, he, uh, he the way been. Rockley reacted was a bit weird. Um, yeah. 
I, th- I think Rock Lee is still trying to get the whole hang of this fatherhood thing yeah. from yep. what I'm seeing. He's a good guy. He's a hell of a ninja, but he's really... He's a little dense. Trying, he's trying to come into his own in this. And there's a small little scene because we, we end up uh, seeing Metal Lee kind of figuring out what he's going to do with all of this because he's really sad. And everybody's favorite ninja then uh, happens to oversee what's going on. And he drops in from the sky, wheelchair and all. Oh, yes. <laughs> Guy Sensei comes in and sees that uh, Metal Lee yes. is, uh, is troubled. And uh, asks him what's going on, and he kind of explains the situation. And he's like, oh, well, you kind of need to, you know, figure out your issue for yourself. You need to own it, you know. You, you need to come up with what to do on this. Because, you know, he's coming off of the, the whole situation where, if, you know, back in the Great Ninja War, he lost his leg. And he has been spending, you know, countless years on um, rehabbing and, you know, getting used to having this basically prosthetic leg. Um, that that's, It doesn't seem like it really does much of anything. It's just more for looks because he's going around in the wheelchair all the time. But it doesn't seem to stop him or his uh, youthful spirit. Did you really think it would? No, not. I don't think. <laughs> not Guy Sensei said. is going to be like you know ninety years old, and he will still be in the springtime of youth. <laughs> yep. Oh yeah. He'll never drop that shtick. But uh, he'll still be uh, kicking ass and taking names, though. I'll tell you that much. Oh yeah. Um. So he, he he's actually on his way to the school to give a, a talk with the students about um, the Great Ninja War and, and what kind of what he had done during that, during, in his time and how he's been like dealing with his injury and all of that stuff and, and talk a little about um, Taijutsu as well. So he invites Medley as well as um, the rest of Team 5 to come along because he um, wants to learn more about Jutsu. And uh, um, Iwabe, I believe, is it right? Yeah, Iwabe um, is a huge fan of Guy. He just, just he's almost as big a fan as uh, um, as Rock Lee in in some uh-huh. ways. Because well, they're they're both kind of they both like to fight a lot. So yeah. So as uh, um, Guy is giving his talk to the to the class. Um, he actually uh, says he's going to give a, a little demonstration of, of jutsu techniques. He needs some players and picks Iwabe and Metal Lee to fight him two on one. <laughs> and, they're, and they're all like, are you sure? You know, you've, you, you've got that, that bum leg. And uh, he's like, no, come on, let's do it. And he proceeds to kick their asses. Yes. <laughs> and it was amazing. And everyone's like, yay. But of course, Metal Lee was also extremely anxious and nervous because people were watching. So he, that made him, you know, doubt himself yet again. Poor kid. Um, so he's really trying to figure out what he needs to do. But, you know, it's not one of those things that you can, you can necessarily lean on somebody else to give you the answer or rely on, you know, trinkets or um, 
charms or anything like that to try and take care of. And that, I think, is what Guy is trying to instill in him and also what Rock Lee was trying to instill, but he doesn't know how to do it. Because we get a scene just a little bit later where Guy and Rock Lee are talking about the situation because, you know, Guy is concerned. But Rock Lee wants to make sure that he doesn't have to trouble Guy to help him figure out the problem. He wants to make sure that he can do what he can to help his son and uh, make sure he can become the best ninja he can. So, let's uh, instead of well, instead of talking things through, he ends up coming up with an idea. He challenges him to a one-on-one battle. But Rockley is going to be inviting a whole bunch of people to watch it. So Metal Lee is going to have to take on his father one-on-one with an audience. All he has to do is get one hit in on him, but he's going to be um he's he's going to have to deal with all of that um pe- all the people watching him. Mm-hmm. Performance anxiety. So <laughs> he doesn't he doesn't know if he's going to be able to do it. Uh in the meantime they get another um mission where they have to escort another priceless vase. Or no, wait, hold on. That's at the end of the episode. What is the one they, they, they end up having to try and track down a, a bank robber or a, a jewelry store thief, wasn't it? No, that was in My Hero Academia. <laughs> no, no, that was there was something in here where they, they ended up losing the guy. Oh, they, oh. they end up losing the part, guy <laughs> because um, Metal Lee now has three of these charms on, and the clinking noise <laughs> ended up giving them away. I don't think it was covered. I don't remember it being actually in. Yeah, you know, I mean, in. I think it was. No, they didn't actually show this part of it. But they were talking about it as yeah. they were walking away. But it, it, he ended up tripling down on these pendants to try and help his anxiety. But it ended up, like I said, making things worse. Not only because it didn't help him, but it, it made his actu- him actually trying to do his job that much more difficult. Uh, no, that he I'm picturing failed. him in like. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but, but anyway, they get to the uh, the fight, and Metally has these three pendants on. He shows up, and he's all nervous, but he's going to do it. He ends up grabbing the pendants and ripping them off in a glorious style, you know, just... Yeah. <laughs> and <clears throat> they start to have this fight. And he starts to get really nervous, but he starts to realize that you know he needs he that being the anxious metal lee is who he is and he he doesn't need to change who he is he needs to accept it he ends up using his anxiousness and he creates basically a brand new style of the drunken fist out of all of this (laughs) for some weird and i don't know what reason they came up with it but his movements were so out of the ordinary and unable to be, they were unpredictable that yeah. Rock Lee could not counter, could not block, and he got his feelings through so much, he ended up opening up the first gate of ceiling and used a Konoha Senpu 
and kicked Rock Lee through those stone well, hands in the back of the... You say the, used, um, Damn. More like... Slightly. Yeah. Well, he, he, you saw it. He, he yeah. had the glow. Yeah, true. He, it started to open. I mean, but the, the power that he was able to exude from that, oh, yeah. um, just by believing in, in himself and, and knowing what he could do, I mean, it, it showed that he was able to overcome... Yeah. Some of his issue, he's full. He still has a long ways to go, which is why I was hoping to expand it on this a little bit more. But he's he's on the the right path right now to understanding who Metally is and See, what he needs to do to make himself the best he can be. That's why I'm happy they didn't do it too much because I'm worried that if they had expanded it, they would have sort of rushed like a mm. counter arc. But I only have it like a small section. Yeah, we can like maybe see in the future him growing in like yeah, another spin off episode. Or maybe we'll just, they'll add little elements of it when yeah. he is uh, featured within yeah. different pieces of the story. Yeah. I'd rather that than having two episodes and it like looking like he's sort of, you know, got past it. I'd rather than like yeah. expand it over like yeah. future. I mean,. It, it's not like it's one of the uh, arcs where a character is trying to learn one of the uh, these uh, special techniques or jutsus. Yeah. You know, we may end up revisiting it as he tries to relearn the eight inner gates. Yeah. But um, like I said, it, it's I'm I'm glad to see that they're trying to tell people, hey, you know, yeah. everybody's different. You don't need to be somebody else. You know, to to you know, you need to be who you are. Mm-hmm. And it's a good message to to relay. How they go about it is a little bit wonky, but like I said, their heart's in the right place. I mm-hmm. think. And uh, overall, like I said, I, I I think it was a much better uh, episode than the last three uh, episode arc we had. But yeah, it was definitely probably one of my favorite episodes they've done in a while. At least ones that aren't yeah. you know main storyline filler wise. Exactly. So I did really enjoy the episodes in the uh, Mist Village. Those were oh, really yeah. good too. Those were pretty good, but I felt that went on a bit too long for hmm. me. I don't know. Like I said, it. I I thought it was paced well. Maybe they could have taken an episode out of it, but yeah. What about you, Chris? What were you, what are your thoughts of that? Um, I mean, I mean, I I agree on both points. Uh, I think it was a great episode um, in that it showed a little bit of growth. Uh, actually, not not a bad filler episode. I, I always like seeing character growth, and that's, I mean, what the entire fucking series is about is these is the new generation of these kids growing up and coming into their own, so... Yeah, and when, you, when, you've, got a series, when you've got a series like this that we know is going to go for many, many seasons, having these small interludes between the larger story arcs, I think is a re- overall a good thing because mm-hmm. it, it shows, you know, it, it doesn't mm-hmm. put them from one situation to another. It gives them that time to be who they are, explore their personalities and, and expand upon, you know, themselves and, and show, like we said, that character growth without having to kind of shoehorn it into a main storyline. Well, exactly. it's They've done this filler a lot better than the original Naruto. Because that really, I don't know, that didn't really have that much character growth. When you think about um, it. I mean, yeah. the filler was like, it never felt like it tied in with a lot of the episodes. 
you know, and look at the end series where Naruto suddenly got one power up, then another power up, then another power up, then another power up, and then another power up, and still lost. Really, in a uh, way. Wasn't that Bleach did that too? Yeah, Bleach did that as well, and that's why Bleach yeah. died. Uh, coming back. It's oh yeah, coming the back. Netflix series is out soon. Movies out soon, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. The movie's coming out next month, I think. I heard it's actually not that bad. So, and I like Bleach. Actually, I don't care. I'll, I'll go and. Oh, dab. I love Bleach. I'll dab on those haters. I love me some Bleach. Oh, yes, I fucking love Bleach. I always yes. have. Yeah, I have. <laughs> I have a full size replica of Ichigo's sword. I'm nice. cosplaying as the shopkeeper. So. Yeah. Ooh, yes, dude. I I have a. Uh... A, uh, I think it's an uh, eight foot Tensa Zangetsu uh, replica mine's, too. Mine's only five foot, but it's yeah the uh, yeah the normal the original <laughs> one he had. Nice, yeah, yeah, yeah just the regulars. Uh, yeah. Zangetsu. Well, no, yeah, I think no, it's like I... five foot three because it's almost as tall as I am. Nice. <laughs> Hell yeah! No, no. When there was when the whole like original versus Naruto fucking fandom thing was going on, I'm like. <laughs> Really? Can you not just like both of them? I like both of them. Is that wrong? Yeah, I liked both of them as well. It's fine. Well, I liked Bleach more at times than Naruto, in my opinion. I mm-hmm. don't care. Hate me, guys. I'll they all have the their hate. ups and downs. Come at me, bro. I mean, Aizen <laughs> will always be one of my favorite villains. Yes. <laughs> but that was my plan all along, Sips T. That's so British. Let's <laughs> just... Eisen was, that's why he was a villain, is he was British. Yeah. Well, you know, you Americans are making every villain British. <laughs> it's, it's evil, let's give him a British accent. Well, you are all evil, Ben. I am not evil. Sips tea. <laughs> now, where's my tea and my pet cat? <laughs> <laughs> Your hairless cat. Anyway, Bruto. Back to that again. Yes. Well, we kind of were f- we're finishing up on really. it. So. Yeah. Uh, That's pretty much it. it was and we're spent. Go check Crunchyroll to watch it at crunchyroll.com. Uh, go sign up for your free membership or premium membership. I told, Sponsor us. Hey, I, I sent an affiliate email tr- to try. It. Hey, there you go. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> I am trying. I will get sponsored by Crunchyroll one day. And by I, I mean us. It's a team effort. I guess that would that would be you know I like I've, I've I hate the arguments against like Crunchyroll and them I like I appreciate the service it's there it's nice you guys are giving me access to animes that I want to watch that's all we want give us access to the shows we want to watch and we won't pirate it's being, that simple being someone who lives in England and how screwed our anime was in like the eighties and nineties you know I'm an old man and even the early two thousands. <laughs> to have something, that, a service that will give me anime that comes out in Japan at the, almost the same time it comes out in Japan, I don't give a shit if it's a bit laggy or a bit mistranslating-y or a bit error-y. Mm-hmm. Or it, if we don't get a, or if we don't get like all the dubs immediately, yeah. it's it's still faster than what I had. I had to wait twenty years for Dragon Ball. <laughs> twenty years. I'm sure yeah, you can wait it. an hour. Yeah. Twenty years? 
An hour. Was it worth mm. it? <laughs> <laughs> and even then, uh, 20 years later, we got the Brig Dream Dub, which is, yeah, if you ever watched... I, I do recommend to anyone who listens to this right now, go spend five minutes and go listen to the Big Green Dub of Dragon Ball. It's okay, we can wait five minutes. Kamehameha! Kamehameha! Every attack is Kamehameha. Even when he goes Super <laughs> Saiyan, it's Kamehameha. The Dragon Balls aren't even called Dragon Balls, they're called Wishing Orbs. And the Saiyans aren't called Saiyans, they're called the Space Warriors. Would so you like to come touch my Wishing Orb? <laughs> oh my. Uh, yeah. Let's get, um... Uh, uh, what's good? When Goku transforms for the first time, it's like Frieza. I am a space super space warrior <laughs> from Earth. <laughs> no, you yeah. guys really got that. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Oh. And Piccolo is now Big Green. That's his name. <laughs> Are you serious? Why? Yeah. Why has this not been a bigger thing? Oh my god! That's why it's called the Big Green Dub, and they even dubbed the movies. By the way, yeah, they even got to the movies. <laughs> Big Green. Yeah, it's like I want my magic stick. <laughs> do they? Do they have posh English accents? <laughs> they kind of do. <laughs> And like, um, you know the cooler movie You're where just Krillin... the best dub I've ever heard. What's that? This sounds like the best dub ever. Right. <laughs> uh, you know when Krillin, you know when Krillin runs in during the cooler movie and they just put the hands up. Um, in mm -hmm. the Big Green dub, it's no Krillin, don't do it. <laughs> oh my god. He's too powerful for you, Krillin. Don't do it. No, don't oh, do oh, it, Krillin. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, the, there's the magic cloud, the magic pole. Um, got the magic oh. stick. Yeah. That's what the thank you. <laughs> uh, I was like, as soon as you said magic pole, I'm like, I like that song. <laughs> I'm trying to think of some of the other stuff that happens in that, but I do recommend go check in YouTube. There's quite a lot of clips from it. It's it's so bad it's... that it becomes funny. This sounds better than the abridged. I, I, already, I think this where, sounds better than the abridged. You can see where they've, uh, you know, taken inspiration from the big green dub for the Dragon Ball abridged at TeamFourStar.com. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, it's yeah, I do recommend the big green dub. It is so bad. It's I want to. I actually want to find full. I haven't found full episodes. I want. I want to buy all the movies. I want to own those movies. Uh, anyway. I think that while we're talking about, you know, animes, because this is an anime podcast, because I couldn't think of any other way to segue to this, because I can't say it's a, hey. bad, a bad dub, because my hero is amazing. Dub. Supposedly, says Gary. <laughs> <laughs> Gary rates it five stars. He does. I don't know why he's angry about this, because... I think his microphone's cutting out again. Okay. Well, oh no, I'm, ju I'm just being silent. Okay. Oh, okay. I, I haven't watched it, so I'm just being nice. Um, so Gary <laughs> says it's a five star dub, which to be fair, it could be. I kind of like. I always loved oh, Dragon Ball, so. Um, 
Oh, it is. Anyway, my hero, um, the star of this episode is basically a small advertisement for the movie, which is already live in cinemas in Japan, I think. Um, yes, or was last month, I think. Yeah. <clears throat> um, no, I think that I think that I don't know. But either way, it's live in the, It's been live. It has been, or whatever time zones. Um, but the start of it was like a introduction to it, which I actually thought, oh my god, it's not till next month. Why are you doing an episode? And I'm saying, I think, oh yeah, it's already out there. Never mind, <laughs> I'm an idiot. There, uh, yeah, their their time zones a full month ahead, Ben. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> That's exactly right. <laughs> For those of you that don't know why the movie's out over there already, it's not because they are in the future. They are in the yeah. future. Uh, anime future. Yes. No, everything future. Why do you think they have giant robots over there? That's true. And they have toilets that talk back to you. And machines that dispense used panties if you want. Yeah. It truly is the future over there. Where's Ernest? Man. He should be here. I want to talk to him about this. No, to be fair, my friend says they don't really have those, but I think he lies. (laughs) (laughs) I think my friend lies. I love it. Uh, I mean, they have Uh, vending machines for everything, so, you know, I'm surprised. I bet there is one out there. Even if it's not as big as we make it sound, I'm sure there is a used pan. Uh, Yeah, there is. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, enough about used panties. Let's go back oh, no, to my hero. This is the perfect form to discuss used panties. It's the par- problematic sticker after all. <laughs> Thank you. Yes, episode 58, special episode. Save the world with love! <laughs> Sorry, I, want, I wanted to say the title. Like, I thought you were going to say... I was, I was 100% certain you were going to say save the world with used panties for a second there. <laughs> I thought you were going to try and tie it in. <laughs> Yeah. Say what the water do with use panties. Oh, I'm sorry. That's <laughs> hey. is, it, is it racist now for me to do the accent, even though I even though I love it and I appreciate it. Yes, and I get it. Ah oh, man, oh, you forget that Uong saved the world by wishing for a pair yeah, of panties. Yeah, he did. Yes, and those were used panties <laughs> because he wished for Bulma's panties, which was she was still wearing. So, <laughs> um, yeah. Uh-huh. Oh dear. And silence. <laughs> to be fair, though, it's, Oolong... It's I would never have, an uncomfortable silence. Oolong, I would have done the same thing. <laughs> Wish for Bulma's used panties? I believe it. I would have. Um, but on his head for, like, a whole arc. I would, again, <laughs> Oolong is just playing me. I mean, I am fat enough it to be great. a pig, so... He really did. He wore it on his head for the whole story arc. <laughs> it was it was the best story arc. It's, it's it had all such so good. character growth in it. <laughs> <laughs> for as much it as sure we talk growth. of character growth, as much as we talk of character growth, those types of characters yeah. just never change. Please hey, never change. Hey, Roshi you don't changed. Remember, Roshi. You, he, you, oh yeah, he yeah. he overcame his uh, his uh, perverted. For yeah. the tournament. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, my hero. <laughs> <laughs> um, basically, it is a spin-off episode, uh, but they continue next week with the current tournament arc. Um, but for now, we got a spin-off about uh, what was it called again? Something Power Save of Love. Save the world with love. Save the world with love. Um, it's a special episode. It's and it's the prequel or the prologue to yeah, the, the movie. movie. The movie. Yep. 
Uh, basically, they got, well, oh my god, you saw the invite to the island as well, by the way. That was an Easter egg, again, for the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and they were discussing, like, doing another sort of sort of challenge thing, I think it was, really, with this uh, rescue. Yeah, it was, summer, it was the summer training before yeah, summer they went training. to... Yeah. Their camping summer training thing. Yeah. <laughs> it's like uh, a special class. Yeah, filler class where only a, a select few were getting selected to do it. Um, uh, you guys are glossing over the most important part of this entire thing so far. What was that? They're showing um, on the TV this little um, um, special on, on the, the channel that's talking all about All Might's training abroad in America. Oh, like, yeah. Again, when, that they was show the, the, when they show the pictures, he has eyeballs. He looks all American. <laughs> yeah. Again, though, that's another Easter egg towards the uh, movie. Yes. Yeah. Well, th- th- like I said, this whole thing is an Easter egg for the movie, really. True. Um, but uh, and also to I think the manga as well because there's actually going to be a prologue manga, as I said last week's uh, episode, which is based on uh, All Might learning. Basically, it's set after the previous All Might passed away from uh, all, um, all for One, and uh, you'll see you'll so see him go to America. Nan- Nana Shimura, the, yeah. the previous yeah uh, yeah. owner of All for yeah. One for All. It, this uh, this this spin-off manga self just after she dies, and he's All Might saved by uh, Gran Torino, I think it is. Mm-hmm. And the manga will be set with him going to America and meeting this person you see in this little Easter egg, and they train together. David so. Shield. So he actually becomes uh, his kind of like his sidekick. Yeah. Again, that's so a it's little... the Robin to his Batman. Oh my! So you saying All Might becomes Nightwing? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> Well, no. well, maybe. No, Deku. Deku is uh, Jason Todd. <laughs> and back to my hero. Um, anyway. Anyway, they have to... Uh, the class one... I always get... 1A, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. 1A. Uh, is selected to do the mission, of course, because otherwise it wouldn't be much of an episode if they go... And... Well, the special class is only done with a few students at a time. And yeah. they've they've chosen six students to do the first one, and it's um, Todoroki, um, Deku, Tosuyu. Bakugo, uh, Suyu Chan, Suyu, yeah, Ochako Chan, yeah. Um. Anyway, they're selected to the rescue mission. Anyway, they arrive on the mission. Uh, they arrive at the arena. Um. Um. Aizawa gives them the basic rundown yeah. of it. Uh, it's in, well, what is it? The B, B city, they call it or whatever. Yeah. I can't remember what ground they call beta. it. Ground, ground beta. Ground beta. Thank you. Um, um, and there, there's basically a, uh, robber inside, which I, 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 I laughed when I knew who it was. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he looked so <laughs> great in the costume. <laughs> oh, he did. And, um, the he police... looked a lot like, uh, um, uh, um, what's his face? DC universe side. Um, Bay? No. Uh, um, uh, I'll think of it in a second, but continue. Anyway, the police outside, which are cardboard cards, by the way, which I found funny. Deathstroke. Uh, Deathstroke, yes. Yeah, yeah, Deathstroke. The mask. Actually. Yes. Um, Thank you. 
You're welcome. The police outside had cardboard cutouts, which, uh, again, I found funny. And they were trying to find... Basically, they sent uh, a Chaku in to look in because of her... Because of her ability to float, you know, to be able to go past all the, you know, sneak in. Well, not sneak in, but sneak a peek. To scout. Yeah, scout ahead. Got it. They need need information. She's the best one to scout. So they're like, go and signal on your fingers how many villains, or how many villains on your right hand, how many hostages on your left. Yep. And And she, like, three and one. Mm -hmm. Um, So... While she's doing that, they yeah. actually call yeah. into the, um, the 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 store to yeah. try and um, distract the villain, so yeah. so Ochako can get in there and yeah. without being seen. And oh, <laughs> that was hilarious! <laughs> the, the the conversation that our villain was having with uh, um, Todoroki. Yeah. <laughs> I can't. I can't. Re- I was laughing. Yeah, I, and I didn't catch all of it, but yeah, yeah. they yeah. were going back. So this is a villain. <laughs> oh god what was he saying now it's gonna bug me oh yeah it was really it, was, it, it wasn't what was said it was how it was yeah. said i think that, that yes. got all of us <laughs> this is the villain <laughs> yes it, it was it was very over the top so it's like oh wow i wonder who the villain is yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he, he covers it and he's like all might is playing the villain <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh yeah and so so they they get that and they decide a plan, and, uh, and then they realize that the plan doesn't work because Explody McKillfist decides that his plan is blow everything up because good plan. Good, good plan. Mm-hmm. So he ends up charging in and blowing shit up. Um, like he does, yeah. which that's Bakugo's specialty. Yeah, that's, it. that's his specialty right there. And they try to rescue the hostages, and they do. Uh, well, they save the hostages, should we say. They don't get injured. But well, then Before we they even get to that point is when we see on the ground. The, the villain. Least, yes. Is With no a more. bloody uh, chest wound. Yeah. And a knife with blood on it. Well, we didn't see the knife, right? Because we thought we yeah. blew him no, up. No, we did. They, they showed the knife. They showed the knife the on the ground. Chest wound. Okay. Because they come to discover, like, wait, how 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 did he die? And they yeah. even accuse Bakugo of it. He's yeah. like, I, I couldn't have. I used barely any force. And then you see over his shoulder, like, all of the police ones up front are knocked down. Yeah. <laughs> like, all the police cardboard cut out. I didn't use that much force. And they're, in like, his well, defense, they though, in his defense, those are cardboard cutouts. Yes. No, they were true. Um, <laughs> and, and, yeah, so then they're like, well, here's, you know, Todoroki's like, here's the murder weapon. Yeah. What... What could have happened? And then, uh, uh, let's see, uh, Tenya uh, surmises that one of the hostages yeah. has to have done it. So Izuku yeah. says, let's interview them so we can find out what they what happened. Yeah. Sorry, Ida, uh, Before that happens, though, um, uh, Tosuyu leans over and realizes he's, um, uh, he's not dead. Yes, she, she tickles him with her hair. Yeah. Which is adorable, <laughs> again, by the way. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and she's like, well, he, All Might is playing dead yeah. uh, as the villain. Obviously, he wouldn't, because yeah. they're thinking it's still, a, you know, it's it's the test. So yeah. All Might, obviously, is going to be dead. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so he's pretending to be dead. I just wanted to, to bring dead, this up because of later. Yes, yeah. it becomes uh, important. <laughs> uh, but anyway, then they'd start interviewing them. And they're like, oh, I came in to buy jewelry. Because, you know, 
getting married and stuff. And I came in for this reason. Um, by the way, I, I love the announce. What's his name? The announcer guy. He's my favorite. Uh, uh, present Mike. Yeah, he's, 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 he's just like so over the top with his like animations and stuff. It's amazing. <laughs> and then the sexy seductive midnight um, tells mm. us why she went in there and how she got in there after the villain was in there, um, which was very suspicious for me as well. I think everyone else found that a bit suspicious. That you, oh look, there's a night. Got there's a villain in there. Let's, yes. let's just walk in. That's that's yep. safe. But all of their stories matched yeah. up. Yeah. Yeah. And then we find out after they talk to the um, student, uh, what's got the guy in charge again? The blind, the guy with the bandages. Well, oh, he, he does it. like a talk, doesn't he? Like, and he they cut off to him occasionally. Um, yeah. Uh, uh, um. Deku had worked out what what happened, and he gives a step by step of how he realized what who the vi- who who the villain wasn't but was. <laughs> I couldn't take this serious. It got yeah. so like <laughs> soap opera serious that I I was I was dying halfway through, and I'm just like, oh my god, because apparently Midnight had a love affair with the quote unquote villain. Yeah, who was all mine? They show like the cutesy scenes of her, yeah. like oh, it was, oh my god, dude, it was so funny. It was yeah. so funny and so cringy. <clears throat> it was great. <laughs> and then after that, we find out that you know the, the villain killed himself because he didn't want Midnight to be brought down with him because he mm. loved her so much. Um, and that's why she ran in there as well because he, she loved him so much that she didn't want him to be alone. Um. And anyway, she wanted to try and stop him from doing what he did, but he had already yeah. done it. Yeah. You know, um, try and talk him into surrendering yeah. himself, basically, because yeah. she knew the police were coming. So, yeah. but that was the whole point of of this exercise is to show that it's not always yeah. cut and dry. Because he said, uh, show, uh, one of the cutaways that you mentioned, Ben, Aizawa yeah. said, "This isn't a fighting yeah. training. It's isn't, yeah. This isn't combat training, yeah. and they'll find that out soon enough." Anyway, while they while they find out their results, and they thinking, "Oh my God, look, look at we look, we solved the whole crime. We did it. We're, we're gonna pass. We're gonna pass." And then hey, they you fail. got the entire story right because you know. But but then you cut it's, back. You get a, a blinking uh, um, outline of where All Might's body was in the blood stain. In the blood stain, <laughs> and then it cuts to All Might or the villain. Running off, going, ha, 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 ha. I am free now. It's so fucking funny. Oh, the mask is off, too. So his hair is like, you know, doing its thing. And then then I was always like, you get zero points. It's just like deadpan. Uh, I feel bad for them because I thought it was just badly playing dead. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, that was the point he was trying to make. He's like, yeah. he told Suyu, like, you saw that he was still alive and not yeah. dead. Why didn't you tie him up? And they're just like, come on, what? Yeah. <laughs> but the thing is, I think what he was trying to get the point across was even, you know, these guys are pros. They would have yeah. been able to do it. And if it happens at a crime scene, you know, they need to make sure that, you know, if they check that, sure. that the person has been, uh, you know, Properly uh, um, presented. detained. So. <laughs> uh. Presented. <laughs> presented. 
That's what I'm gonna. I'm, if I ever get arrested, I'm gonna say I'm getting presented. Make make sure I'm properly presented, officer. Are you present? Are you presenting me? <laughs> presented appropriately. Detained. Oh, yes. Uh, that was a. Uh... Anyway, then there's a little bit Then there's a little bit more after that, where um, again they tease the movie a bit more with the island. Yeah. And he, check, he checks his email and he sees that it's from yeah. uh, this Melissa Stone, Melissa yeah. Shield, um, who happens to be uh, David Shield's daughter. Uh, and, she wants, uh, and she wants All Might to visit and surprise uh, him, him, uh, her father, for his, for his birthday or something or yep. whatever. Well, for the opening of the island, yeah, the achievement. Or, or yeah, the hell yeah. it is. The special event, the yeah. special yeah. expo event, yeah. Um. And that's where we end it. Um, then they tease well, the... No, it actually ends with uh, um, All Might going to uh, Midoriya's uh, yeah. apartment complex before he gets there. And it's like, we're going to Eye Island! Go pack your things! <laughs> He's like, what? Right now? <laughs> right now? <laughs> but Apple hasn't announced that yet, All Might. <laughs> anyway, so that's pretty much where it ends right there. Then. Um, and next week it'll go back to the main series where we will see Gang Orca... Uh, and the staff attacking the uh, yeah during the trading. Well, the I'm excited. Trading. I'm excited. I think we're gonna see uh, Todoroki and Bakugo. You know, Bakugo's gonna go right for Gang Orca, and he's basically gonna be like, "You save the hostages. I want to fight him." And yeah. yeah, I think I think it's uh, seeing how Bakugo acted in this episode. I think is a good um, prequel for what's gonna happen next week with Gang Orca, because yeah. um, we're gonna see who who decides to fight and who decides to. Uh, save the hostages, so I'm, think, I'm excited for that. I think Todoroki's going to fight, but at the same time save hostages because he's kind of got the best ability to do that, really, because he can push, <laughs> he can push back with the ice. He should, well, he needs, what he needs to do is he needs to create an ice slide yeah. and tell him to start throwing the hostages down that and just like slide them to safety on the other well, side. No, of the arena. I was thinking like an ice wall. Oh, well, yeah, that too, but that's not as fun for the hostages. Yeah. I mean, but I'm I thinking, mean, uh, yeah, you can make a giant ice. I mean, when a, them. when a plane when a plane crashes, they have those slides for the hostages so they can have fun after that near disaster, right? I don't think it's for fun. They I look it, fun. Anyway, <laughs> <sighs> <laughs> I like the episode oh. of my hero, um, so I'm gonna pass it over to. Are we talking about? Are we going to be talking about um, Attack on Titans? I don't think so. Because I don't think Gary had, had a chance to catch up on it on the first episode. So we want to make sure that we, he can uh, see, talk, uh, see it before we start talking about it. Yeah. So Gary, for next yes. week, watch Attack on Titans Season 3, Episode 1. And, and two. 2. And maybe yeah. 3. But That's your homework. 1 and 2. You too, Ben. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Ben, you too. I haven't even watched season one or two, so... Well, we'll get on it. You got time. <laughs> so, Gary, okay? <laughs> I'm going to take no, st- no, uh, no answer is yes. Sure, yes. There we go. <laughs> um, so mad today. Come back to the love, my friend. We love you. Anyway. <laughs> Discord is trash. Uh, like Skype all over again. 
It might. Maybe it's just your microphone. It's a bit weird. And everywhere else. Yeah. Anyway. anyway. Let's <laughs> Moving go, on. Let's go talk about this week's anime that I'm now going to butcher. Um. <clears throat> Golden Kamui. There we go. No, I didn't even have to say it. There you go. <laughs> um, so, Chris, as it was your anime, do you wish to start? Um, yeah, so uh, Golden Kamui um, is an uh, uh, anime based on a manga. Um, they, they aired the first season this year uh, from April to June. And uh, I, uh, I watched it. I thought it was interesting. I enjoyed it, so I thought I'd recommend it to you guys. And uh, I'm, I'm getting some mixed vibes here. Uh, it's a story about um, a, uh, a Russo-Japanese war veteran named uh, Saichi Sugimoto, uh, otherwise known as Immortal Sugimoto. Uh, great guy, body covered in scars, because apparently he has been close to death multiple times, but nobody's ever been able to kill him. Um, <clears throat> so after this, this the, the Russo-Japanese... Yes, Immortal <laughs> Shukimoto. <clears throat> After the war, years later, uh, you know, no, no home, kind of a drifter. He's still got his uniform on. Uh, he's panning for gold in the Hokkaido region, and another homeless guy, you know, whatever, um, told him a story about the local Ainu people and some rare gold, and how a one of the leaders called Noparabo. Uh, apparently so named because whenever anybody asked favors of him, he, you know, put a thumbs up and say, hey, hey, no parabo. Um, and then, but he killed all of the Ainu people and then hit the gold. And then in prison, uh, the, the story goes that he tattooed 24 of his fellow inmates, uh, with all of the different parts of the maps to make one whole map, uh, to show where the gold was hidden. Um, Thus, the story begins, our story here, with Sugimoto hearing about this. Uh, the prisoner that, uh, or the, the guy that he was talking to by the river, uh, turns out to actually be one of these prisoners. Um, uh, he f- tries to kill Sugimoto after he kind of comes, he'd been drinking, so he comes to his senses, realizes what he's done, tries to kill Sugimoto. Sugimoto, obviously not <laughs> unkillable, fights back, the dude runs off and gets killed by a bear and then sees the tattoos on this guy's body and realizes, hey, this, uh, this, there might be something to this story. And so uh, he meets an, the, uh, one of the locals, uh, what do you want to call them? In, they're Ainu? The indigenous, yeah. They're like, the, they're like indigenous people to that region. They're called the Ainu. And uh, uh, the bear that apparently killed this guy attacks Sugimoto, and she sh- and she saves him because she was nearby, and that's how they meet. Um, and uh, they kill. They realize that this bear uh, wasn't the one that killed the guy, and that there was a bigger bear. And now they have to uh, kill this bear, and then retrieve uh, Goto's body, uh, Sugimoto tells her the story and she is intrigued by this because her father was one of the Ainu people. Um, uh, she thinks her father's dead and that they, and Sugimoto says, Hey, let's join up and see if we can 
get money. I have my own reasons that I want this money, and you want, obviously, maybe you can discover what happened to your father, or not what happened, but, like, avenge your father for being killed. Thus starts this, this uh, story um, of them. And, and as, all, as any good anime goes, we learn more about the people, we meet some new characters, uh, all with their own reasons, and we meet a lot of these prisoners. And so, yeah, I, I really like this because I liked how they really went into detail on the regions. As I said last week, it's a really grounded anime. So there's nothing super crazy going on other than the strength of um, uh, one of the characters that we meet later. You know who I'm talking about, Ushiyama. <laughs> who I love. I, am, I love this guy. The I undefeated. Love of, yes, I I'll love all of these characters. I love, I love the little girl and I loved all the hunting the food stuff she taught them. Yeah, oh God. yeah it was great. That's, that was one of the reasons why I was really enjoying it. Um, because they went into detail, they were talking about the food. I loved the little jokes with the with the Osama and the, her facial expressions. Oh my god! Oh god, the way, that art style when when they're when she's yeah. like just either so repulsed by or just so enamored with. Oh, yeah. It's just it's just amazing. <laughs> That's great, great greeting, facial work. Greeting poop. Yeah, she, <laughs> she, she thinks that miso is is, is dookie. Yeah. <clears throat> she's like, why are you putting poop on your food? <laughs> Dude, you're eating poop again. No, this isn't poop. This is it's miso. It's delicious. Oh. When she gets her first taste. Yeah. Oh mm-hmm. my god. And then the the, the bitchy plays, oh my god, I hope he doesn't put poop in his this food again. I can't stand it. <laughs> well, if you insist, you can put it in my food too. And he Sugimoto's like, really? <laughs> oh. Oh, the grandma too. So but uh later on Sugimoto meets um uh some more of the Ainu, they go to the Ainu village. And the grandma had me in fucking tears oh, yeah. because she's like, oh, let's try some miso. And, like, our Sherpa had explained to him, like, the whole guardian spirit. So they offer yeah. – what they do is before they eat, they don't say grace, but they pass around their food behind their head um, as an offering to the guardian spirit, which is said to res- – which the Ainu said is uh, – they believe resides in the nape of the neck. And so you offer it to your guardian as, you know, thank you for protecting me, all that stuff. And then, but she, she like gets the miso, and the grandma like passes the the miso <laughs> around to her guardian, and a sherpa just like loses her shit. Yeah. You just made my grandma offer poop to her guardian. You must pay. <laughs> and she pulls out that big like carved beating rod to go oh after the oh, yeah. <laughs> Stop! Ugh. So so many good funny moments between them too. I just. I, I loved a lot about this anime. Um, that's why I wanted to recommend it. It was different. It, to me, it was refreshing. Um, it was another one of those breath of fresh air animes. And, and I just, I really enjoyed all the characters, the story that they're building up to, the alliances that you're seeing break and be formed. Um, I, I did have a problem initially with the bear animation. It looked really bad. But it was kind of 3D style again. Yeah, and it wasn't good at first, but I got used to it, and then you didn't really see it anymore, so it didn't bother me. That was pretty much the biggest complaint that I had about this uh, anime. I really, really liked it, and I'm looking forward to the second season, which uh, at the very end end credits, if you watched, um, after everything, it said, uh, second season will be streaming in October. I'm super excited that we're getting a second season for this. So what what did you guys think of it? Please, please lay it on me. I really want to know what your guys' thoughts were. I liked it. Yeah, I liked Overall, it. Overall, I, I, I really enjoyed this series. Um, there were a, 
there were some bits that were a little bit more gruesome and graphic. Um, mm-hmm. lo- there's a lot of blood, a lot of gore. Um, there's a lot, you know, they, they show, you know, cutting up, you know, the uh, um, insides of a bear and they show um, a little bit more, you know, gore when it comes to like uh, injuries and things like that. Yeah, I was very surprised. So it, it's very, it's were, very realistic in was, that aspect. Yeah, I was very shocked uh, about how much they could go into detail. Mm-hmm. But like I said, it, it, it fits for this period. I think because, like I said, they were they were just you know coming out of the uh, um, the Russo war. Yes, and uh, like I said, our um, main character Sugimoto was a member of the first division, I believe. Was it the first or the first or second? 12th. I thought it was first Probably. or second. Probably, Probably. yeah. First, yeah, and then the, yeah. all the other soldiers that we're encountering are a part of the seventh division, which is, uh, um, I believe, stationed in Hokkaido. Yes, um, that's that's where Lieutenant Surumi is his name. Yeah, um, the, the crazy one that got his uh, half of his head blown off. Yes, by like it, a mortar or something. Yes, uh, another thing I really enjoy the character, the unique character designs too. I really. It was off-putting at first. You're like, what he was the fuck creepy is wrong with his face? Yeah, yeah, but, and then, ugh. and then, like I said, his injury ended up making him a little bit uh, unstable, yeah. and he mm. would just do some really crazy batshit things just out of the blue, like, like uh, uh, biting some guy's. Um, yeah. he, he bit somebody's nose or something, or what did he? One of the first things he did was he bit something. No, he bit he, his finger off. You're right. Yeah. He bit off yeah. a, a commanding officer's finger. Yeah. Yes. And then he, uh, he decided to slice off another of his uh, um, subordinates' ears because he, he wanted his face to have symmetry because a bear knocked it off, the other one off. Yeah, yeah. later on. Uh, early, when oh he first God. meets uh, Sugimoto, he shares that food with him. I can't remember what the food was. He's it like, was oh, Dongo. it's delicious. Dongo, it was yeah. Dongo. yeah Dongo. And then the, the, fin- the, 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 the skewer, he jammed through Sugimoto's cheeks, like yeah. fucking pierced it all the way through yeah. everything just, just to test him. And then you like, do oh. it again. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's torture. Twice. Yeah. Oh. I can't believe he, he kept those in there for so long, yeah. too. Even <laughs> after he got freed, he, he's go, he, he, go, he goes through that entire episode with those two freaking uh, skewers in his cheek. Mm-hmm. To be honest. And, and like, like they're not even there, too. It doesn't even bother like, him. He just ends up talking a little bit like this a little bit when, you, when he has his lines. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be honest, though. I'm not going to say this now. It's probably safer for him to keep them in because they would have been blocking any sort of blood that would have... I mean, it would have been mm. more dangerous if he'd pulled them out. Mm. For, through the cheek, probably not so much, but it would have reduced the blood, but I, you would have thought that it would have caused a lot of other issues. You know, maybe he would have broken them in the it's, middle or something. Yeah, but. yeah in fact, well, I mean, <laughs> there's, as far as grounded yeah. as it is, I was yeah. there was they were going to, like, I mean, he do some, like, infection, anyway, like, if he gets so. sick. Yeah. It didn't end up happening because it basically disappeared as soon as they took him out. So, mm-hmm. but no, th- the character design, like you said, was amazing. Like there's there's, there's that one uh, sharpshooter that had those uh, um, scars on either yeah. side of his face. Uh, Private Ogata, yeah, that guy was nuts. Um, then there was the uh, um, the hunter, which who I think was also a, a prisoner. Uh, the, uh yes, uh, Ni Nihei Tetsuzo Nihei. Yes. Is the uh, mm. is the uh, he? What did they call him? Like the bear? The 
I don't think, no, they didn't have a name, famous name for him. Just, just they yeah. called him, he was a famous bear hunter. He was the bear hunter or something like that. Yeah, yeah. and it, they said that when he, whenever he went up a mountain, basically caused that population of bears yeah. to go extinct. And, like, you mentioned the gore, like, they show him and one of the other uh, uh, members from the 7th Division who got some scream, some scream time was Tanagaki, um, and uh, they were hunting bears in one of the episodes, and he's like, here, have you ever tried roasted bear heart? And he, like, shoves it into his hand, and he's like, oh, it's amazing. Oh, that, that's the one that was actually a member of another indigenous tribe? The, the Matagi? Yes, Matagi, yep. Yeah, Tanagaki was a Matagi soldier. Um, they were uh, they're wolf hunters, I believe, and very very in tune with the land as well. Yeah, and that that actually leads into one of the episodes because they want to hunt the last wolf, which happens to be Rotar, uh, a Sherpa's best friend. Yep, and then we get some other just the lead up and and how this whole story develops. There's a lot of side threads that they go, but they all end leading back to this main vein of the movie, trying to find gold. And it just intertwines. It's, it's masterful. I thought it was done very well. It seemed, yeah. it seemed really um, random initially, but as you're watching it and consuming all of this and seeing it all together, it, it, it really makes sense. And, and I, 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 I really can't wait to see the second season. Yes. I, lo I love when you find out um, I, I figured out who No Parabo was uh, as soon as they started talking about Asherpa's eyes and made the comparisons. Um, you started wondering a little bit, but yeah, yeah. They basically, do, do we want to spoil that? I mean, uh, I, you know, no, no. Nah. I would say no. Nah. All right. Well, you can it, edit it, that out then, Ben. <laughs> well, just, just cut me out. Well, just let them like I said, that's parts presented to us. Let them watch and get up to that point to see if they come up with the same type of uh, conclusion that we end up getting getting told about. Yes, yes, they do. They do reveal, and you can figure it out early on enough that. But it's um, but then it goes into where they are leading to the second season, and that's um, and that's kind of been the theme that's going on is because now that they're looking for these prisoners, they're running into them. Everywhere, all it seems, and like, oh, cool! And each time they do, either they, the main arc of them getting this gold. Every time they run into one of these prisoners, um, a pri they're, they're either they found out a way a Sherpa can draw very well, so she they will string the prisoner up and have a Sherpa copy uh, the tattoo down, so they mm. don't have to kill them. Which which they did with the uh, uh, the the Scat King. <laughs> Shirashi, who <laughs> <laughs> was excellent comic relief too. He oh, was amazing for the comic relief. The the gambling episode. Yes. Oh, yeah. yes. <clears throat> Fuck. Yeah, he's so he he's one of the escape prisoners, and they Great. Sugimoto and him agree to split the gold, and so now they're working together. Um, pretty early on, about third or fourth episode is when is when he joins their their little party and uh, all of the other prisoners they run into um, they either string up and a Sherpa copies the tattoo down or they do end up in the situation where the prisoner doesn't uh, live and then I don't know if we mentioned this earlier but the way the tattoos work on the prisoners bodies is you have to skin the, the prisoner after they're dead or before they're dead whatever um, and then 
once you get all the tattoos, you can put them together like a jigsaw puzzle, and it will reveal the where the where the gold is hidden in the Hokkaido region. And that's you know some of these people they come across are not such good people, and Sugimoto has to do what he does, and he is the immortal Sugimoto. And if it comes down to down to it, the other guy is dying, not him. And when that happens, Sugimoto takes you know tells Shirahashi to take a Sherpa away, and then he skins the prisoner because that's he's the only one that wants to take that burden on. He doesn't want to expose a Sherpa to that yeah. because she's still she's still a young you know a young girl. And early on, they they had actually made the uh, um, the pact that he wasn't going to kill him if he didn't have to. Right, right. But yeah. um, so she doesn't like that he has to do it, but she knows that that you know if it's required for all of this and. And and she, I think she really comes to realize that when they get to the uh, episode where they go to the herring village, the, the the herring fishery. Yes, um, it's a very intriguing story um, where they, they end up coming across and um, <clears throat> they learn that an, another one of the uh, prisoners is probably hiding out among the workers um, in that area. So they're trying to figure out who it is, mm-hmm. and that was quite an interesting uh, tale that they told with that one too. That guy was odd, wasn't he? Wasn't that great? Oh my wasn't god! That so the, the 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 glow effect that they gave him mm-hmm. in that in that special part. I, I oh. you have to see it to, to appreciate yes. it, guys. I, I'm sorry. It's 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 just hilarious. Please tell me what you do to me my when, I fin- when I'm finished with you. <laughs> it's just a glow. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm going to skin you alive, or I'm going to skin your body and use that map when I'm done with you. And he's like, yes! There is is a serial killer that finds a kinship in in the immortal Sugimoto, you know? Because what's more fascinating to a serial killer than a person that they can't kill? Yeah, that's true. It was a good good episode. Gary, are you getting in? I see... I see your light popping up, and I thought I heard you. I, I keep worrying about your microphone that we're not giving you time to talk. Said anything? No, you haven't. Well, well how, what are some of your thoughts then? Uh, be, be honest, Gary. I want you to tell me. I what don't you, want what you to. Really <laughs> no, please, please, please do. Please, I know you had some problems with it, and I want to hear them because that's what this I, is about. I mm-hmm. thought it was okay. Um. Didn't particularly like the fact that I personally felt that the whole looking for the gold is to pretty much give you a history lesson on on the tribes and all that. Because I got more story out of that than I got out of the gold. Um, I also didn't like the fact that you have this whole battalion searching for this gold and these tattooed people. And you have this other group of the guy who made the tattoos. He's the one who made the tattoos, right? The, the old uh, guy. Not the, uh, no, no parabo was the one who actually did the tattooing. Was he not? Yes. No parabo was the, the tattoo artist. He was the, and, and the person one who, who stole. Yeah. And, and yeah, so, so um, he's the, the burned looking guy. That's no parabo. The, the dude, the long hair, the long old gray-haired samurai. Is that uh-huh. the other one you're talking about, Gary? Because Noparaba's been in the pri- been in prison. 
Yeah, um, and he's still I'm talking there. about the, the old samurai guy. Yeah, the old samurai guy. Uh, uh, Naga, no, it was Nagakura Shimpachi is the old bald dude, and Shibukawa Zenijiro. Hijikata. Oh, no, no, Hijikata. Hijikata Toshizo. Hijikata Toshizo, yeah, sorry. The Zenijiro was the bandit leader that they first uh, yeah. visit. And, yeah. Um, but, 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 yeah, you have all these peer people who obviously have more resources and better resources, but yet character just randomly running into these people by chance. <laughs> Welcome to anime. Plot armor. <laughs> I, I, I really didn't like how that worked. Um, and the fact that they just keep asking him, do you have any of the skins? He's like, no. It's like, where is he hiding these skins? They, I think they, they're hiding he has them. them. He has it on him all the time, but yet when he's being questioned, all of a sudden he doesn't have them anymore. Except him where they are. I, I, think, they're, I think they regroup all, because they're still all in the Hokkaido region, so it doesn't take too long to travel from place to place. So I think periodically they, they store them in that... Um, well, it's it's the little it's the tent it's the teepee the looking green thing. Hut. Yeah, the little green hut. I think that's where they're the, the hunting hut. That yeah, that's what she calls it. It seems yeah, pretty easy to find them in there. Well, well, I, I think it's hidden because Shiraishi is the only one who was able to get there because he knew where to find them. Um, them. Did anybody I'm, else? I don't remember. I really don't know if if they're carrying them on them, if they're being stored at the village, if they or if they're being hidden in another location. But mm. I, we're just, I guess, we're assuming that they're being stored in a central hidden spot, and that they're safe for now because he keeps saying they have five or six. Didn't you know, they have I've, six? I've, at been one point? I've been saying a few things for a second there, and I've muted. I I responded to hide them in their butts. Yeah, and you just cut out. <laughs> you cut out when you were saying they're hiding at right away, Ben. <laughs> hiding in their butts. <laughs> God damn it! What? Yes. what? Hide them in their butts. In the that's butts. where Shigemoto's keeping them. What? Just what? Like, uh, or maybe it's maybe maybe Scat King. Maybe that's what he's doing. Is he's hiding the uh, uh... the maps up his butt? Like he like he does all those little tools. You know, he vomits up. Yeah blows out of his sinus or whatever. Yeah. Like the, the and he magically shirt. just pops out the one he's looking for. Come on. Yep. Yep. Hey, he that's, is that's what, what, well, I mean, that's the, the escape kid. Oh, my God. <laughs> so why can't he keep them in the butt? butt? Like, like I said, it's a, it's ground. It is a grounded show, but I'm not. It's anime. I'm not expecting it to make 100% sense. The, the, Ushi, the other one I really loved was when Sugimoto and Ushiyama met in the hotel episode. And oh my god, I I was in tears that whole almost that whole fucking episode. When oh, they're, and when they're and, and they're they're doing the, the, the their judo introduction of each other. Yes, and boom, and Sugimoto, I love Sugimoto's version. Did what? Was I the only one who watched the dubbed? I watched the dubbed. I I loved the I loved the American voice acting in this in this show. Like I said, I okay. I thought it was really well done, and I loved the Japanese. Uh, the sub too. I thought they were both. I watched both of them. So I watched, I watched the, the sub. I watched the dubbed. Um, okay. Well, um, Chris Sabah does his voice. The big dude. Yes, Ushiyama. <laughs> it's weird hearing his voice, pretty much playing a rapist. And <laughs> <laughs> yes. 
I love um, no, he's, he's not. He's not he, a he's rapist. Not, he, he's he's basically bluff. testosterone embodiment. The embodiment of te- of testosterone. That's yes. what I was trying to say. Because I don't think embodified is a word. Embodified. Well, I, I, <laughs> uh, it is now. <laughs> you know what? Ushiyama is testosterone embodified. Maybe I'll have to ask the podcast name. Testosterone, testosterone embodified. embodified. Yeah. God damn it, Ben. Yes. Perfect. Uh, Perfect. I, I really I, I really liked that 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 initial greeting and then like back to my point about it being grounded. When they finally have their fight and Sugimoto like gets the upper hand on him and manages to like flip him over and then he does like the whole I really liked it because he does the whole slow-mo kind of twist around in air and then just like crushes the wall behind him. That that's what I mean. Like it's grounded, but it's not. We still gotta have the cool anime effects and things like that. So I'm not I, I guess that, that isn't bothering me. Um but as as much as it is as it is you, uh, Gary. But I, I do me. I do see what you're saying. Okay. Oh, it doesn't bother me. Getting back to Ushiyama though, does anybody else was was anybody else bothered by the basically the giant hammer face in his forehead? They never explained what that was, but yeah. it's, it's it seems just... like a giant, you know, I know bone protrusion or I don't know if it's like an implant or something. Yeah, it seems like you need it to to headbutt people. Yeah, it might even be it might even be a a callus because of the crazy training he does. I don't know. I mean, he's got some massive cauliflower ears. They call mm-hmm. it judo ear, and that's how they injured, you know how they learned that he actually did judo, and that sparked that entire scene. But mm-hmm. But I don't know. It just that whole thing, and the, when when they find uh, when she finds that piece of fish cake in the rubble, and she's all <laughs> sad that uh, that uh, um, Dick Sama is uh, dead. Dick Sama! Oh god! Oh, oh my god! god it was, it was, it was, that was the was best part so of that episode. Dick yes. Sama. The house. The, the the we won't spoil it, but oh. yeah, it's they they lose. They get separated again. Ushiyama goes his own way, and the party goes their own way. And but yeah, they think they think that he's dead. And uh, they had had a drinking contest in the night before, and she called him Dick Song. <laughs> well, no, they <laughs> started talking about that. He, he, they started talking about dicks. Yeah, he's he's like you little you'll learn little girl that the most important thing to a woman is dick or something <laughs> like that. And, she, and she's just you've got yeah. to have a gentleman named Dick. J- just listen to that and imagine Piccolo saying that. <laughs> It's so weird, it's so good. I could hashtag, <laughs> hashtag Dick Sama. Hashtag that's my piccolo. Because oh. <laughs> he literally uses Piccolo's voice for that role. Yes. So, so what you're saying is Piccolo's is, is a rapist? Oh. No, his name is now Diccolo. Diccolo. Diccolo was his name. There, 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 were, there were a lot of funny moments. Um, my favorite funny moment in the whole show was when she's cutting up the deer and she throws the meat on his face, and then behind him, the wolf's head just pops up. I thought of you specifically, Gary, when I saw that scene, because it's a background <laughs> gag, and because of yeah. your dog, that's who I thought of. I just started fucking losing. I love Did that somebody one, say dude. steak? <laughs> <laughs> just just the, the look in its eyes. Like, can I eat him? Can I eat him? I, I was totally <laughs> expecting him to just like put his whole head in his mouth, <laughs> wow. like he did, like he did with uh, uh, Scat King when he Chopped tried right to, on the top of his escape. forehead. Yeah, he thought he was like he pulled out of the through the snow. snow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> so good. So funny. And I, I thought you would have enjoyed this too, Gary, because of, because of all the snow. No, that's fine. It just, I, it, <laughs> to me, it had a, a serious pacing issue. Like, in one from, you know, okay, let's go hunt something because we're hungry. And then they eat it and I learned a new history lesson about food. <laughs> then they find, you know, they go find looking for treasure and some trouble happens. And then it's getting dark. So, like, we got to hunt again. It's like, you're telling me you guys just, you save none of it? They have to go hunting again in the same day? And it happened, oh, pretty much every episode to me, that's how I felt. It's like, hunting, and it's like, no a bear the deer will last you probably like two months. <laughs> Store it properly. And since yeah. they're in the snow, it will last a long time. But these guys are like hunting every goddamn day. And I'm just uh, like, come it, on, man. At least in, in one of the later episodes, they, they, they have a reason behind it is that they need the money because they don't have any, yeah. So still never seem to have any money. Well, yeah. I mean, what good protagonist would? I think Ashirpa's just eating it all. <laughs> I, I, I think she secretly just can eat an entire bear all by herself. That would not surprise me. Can I just say, I really, really like her as, like, a co-star character. She is new waifu. She is better. Seriously. She's, she's just, she's smart. A Shirpa she's, for waifu. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously. She's, she's still she's a kid. Adorable. She's still young, but yeah, she is adorable. I love her character. What are you uh, talking about? She's, 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 her, her, her grandma is trying to um, get her to marry Sugimoto. Well, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm not saying anything. <laughs> It was a different time, and that's all yes. I'll say about yeah. it. They, they um, were promised very young. Yeah, yeah, but it's cute. But you kind of do see that, and it is kind of cute in its own way. Like Sugimoto is very, very like respectful of her. He's very um, fond of her. Fond, but very fond of her. They stay in the same room, and it's not like a weird thing at all. I didn't feel any weirdness from that episode because Sugimoto's not a creep. He genuinely like cares for her and wants to protect her, and was. Would never even think about betraying her, and yeah, like, and me, you're like, you know, like she's an, an older brother. Yeah, yeah, it was a really nice, it was really nice companionship that they. So, I don't know. I think developed. she does eye him as a potential mate. Dude, when she, when he was on the boat and he like had to strip to go and save the one guy, and she, <laughs> you, you saw her eyes, right? Yeah, she's just like eyes wide open. She had her hands over her eyes, like yeah. covering them. But then she, like, you know, they were both split open. <laughs> I, I definitely ship these two in, in future uh, episodes. Yeah. So. yeah, they're 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 a great. She anywhere. What's that? How old is she? Like, when I see her on screen, she looks like maybe 14, 15 years old. That's think, probably about what she is, about yeah, 12, I, 13 years old. Yeah, and that, that, that's what we're saying. It's like, you know, it's a different time, younger girls. But the grandma... Sensed a good soul in Sugimoto. Yeah. She said that his guardian was very powerful, I think, something like that. Um, and yeah, she gave, she basically gave the blessing like, if you're going to take yeah. a Sherpa with you, I, I trust, I, I'm entrusting you with her care uh, because you're trustworthy. She was like, oh, if you're going to go with her, then you can't leave her. Y <laughs> yep. <laughs> so even though she is younger, and even though, yes, it is a little bit weird, 
it's like you know you you gotta you gotta watch this for what it is. It's like when the people were complaining. Gary and I have talked about this when people were complaining about Sansa. Um, what happened to Sansa in the Game of Thrones series? It, you know, like yeah, it's dark and brutal, but that's if you want to go medieval and get it accurate, that's how things were. So I mean, you know, things were a little bit different in this because it is kind of a it is a period piece post post Russo Japanese. Mm-hmm. War, Japan, Hokkaido. Yeah, we're, we're talking turn of the, of the century, like 1904, I believe, is when this took place. Yes. So, so I mean, I mean, yeah, things, things are, but they, I, I thought that was one of the big things too. Is I thought this anime handled all of that um, very well. None of it seemed disrespectful. It all seemed um, very wholehearted and wholesome uh, amidst all of the blood and killing. And I thought that added to the. Kind of, kind of how the series is supposed to make you feel uh, when you're watching it. It, it is, it is fun. It is a ride, but there's a lot of history here in background that I think that the obviously the uh, the mangaka thought that we would enjoy, and he created these characters, and and it makes me, but it, but it puts all that death stuff in a perspective because that's what they talk about a lot about what it, about what it means to be, um, you know this type of man in this era, who these type of people are. And it just, it, I guess more than anything, it's made me excited and curious to learn about the, the region and these people and these characters. And that's why I plan on continuing to watch it um, because just the character development was so good. Even though the animation was, wasn't perfect, it was, <laughs> I, I enjoyed a, a lot of what I, what I saw um, as far as the visual effects of it too so i'm i'm very invested in the characters here and it's like the fact that it's an anime is a bonus to me um at this point (laughs) for all of the for all the fun antics and the faces and the dazzling graphics and that so i guess that's that's what i've been getting i i definitely will echo that sentiment and really being that i i did take and not binge the entirety of it yeah, <laughs> and, and trying to watch it in like four episode segments, you know, about a movie or so in length, mm-hmm. and then let that kind of absorb in, and then I did, and then repeat. And I, like I said, it it really was a ride, and I thought that um, overall it was um, told very well. The the there's so many varying art styles that we see within this. Like mm-hmm. some of the backgrounds, they seem like they're pen drawn. I mean, you can all. I mean, I think it, they're maybe doing that on purpose, but you can kind of see the blue in the in the edges of a lot of the uh, um the the background. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. That's to me. To me, I noticed that they they almost had to do that because there's so much snow everywhere. It would have to kind of make it them. pop a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. And they did. It worked really well, but still, still didn't take the focus away from the characters. Um, like, like I said, I I agree. The animation wasn't the best, but it was still good <laughs> it is a lot better than than some of the ones that that we've all seen um like i said they had some issues with uh integrating some of the 3d into it like the bears were mm-hmm. definitely a uh, a problem also when they showed ratar in 3d the wolf the white wolf yeah. they like switched from 3d to 2d a couple times with him and it was a little jarring um, yeah it, a little unnatural um what bothered me was the hair yeah like it's just one solid color. Like you don't <laughs> even see the outlines on to make it look like hair. It's just 
kind of blocks of it. it. It looks like a white it's a full black head, or like uh, his the 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 escape thief is just his purple or his pink, whatever it is. It's just one solid color, almost like a really light violet. Yeah, wearing a hat rather than you know hair. Yeah, I, it's I, I it's just the the style that they chose to go with. So, but like I said. It, it, it th- those little nitpicks aside, it, it like I said, it doesn't detract from the I think where the overall story is going and and how it's building up the the characters. Yes. So like I said, I really enjoyed it. What about you, Ben? Chili dog, are you muted again? Yeah, I'm muted again. <laughs> um, but you guys pretty much, I've been talking in between, I think. Maybe, I don't know, I've been muted. No, you haven't been. <laughs> I haven't been here. Yeah, I haven't been here since. Yeah. I've been like, yeah, sure, yeah. I guess they're busy. That's why they're not responding. Yeah, yeah, sure. And it would I'm help if you didn't mute your mic. Yeah, that helps. Um, or if you remember to unmute it after you do that. Yeah, best. I mute it to have a drink and then sort of, yeah. Then you start having conversation with yourself. Yeah. To be fair. <laughs> guys... No, I, I just said that, guys. But why you keep saying what I'm, I'm trying to say? <laughs> why won't you listen to me? Anyway, you've pretty much covered what I would cover anyway um, with what you've said. I enjoyed the uh, the anime. It was the, the, the brutal scenes I actually really liked. Um, yes. Especially as um, it wasn't brutal for being brutal. There was always a reason for the brutality. Like um, the episode where... He turned down some of the food and she was like, you know, you killed them. You should honor them by, you know, always using all of the corpse. Yes. Um, so that's why I, like. I hate, I hate things. That are, well, I don't hate things, but I should say, I prefer things when it's brutal for reasons of being brutal. Mm-hmm. I'm not a big fan of just brutality because why not? Especially when it comes to like hunting. Um, mm-hmm. um, so there, I, that was one of the things that I loved about the anime but as Gary said I did find the hair a little bit weird at times and some of the animations were a little bit weird, a little bit off for me I thought but apart from that it was definitely one of the better animes we've had for a while well we've been saying that but it's definitely up there for me it was one of the anim- best animes I've watched I would yeah yeah, I, and I'm same, looking forward to here. season two. Yes. Even if though the plot confused the hell out of me, <laughs> I don't care because that girl was too adorable. Yes. Uh, what uh, should we get some scores too? Yeah. Um, I, I I would for me it's a ten out of ten. What were you gonna give Klaus? I'm thinking this is a solid eight point five. Nice, Ben. I want to give it nine. All right, Gary. Well, what's your ex? What's you? What, what are your final thoughts and score? Um, I would give it a six point five. Damn. I enjoyed it. I just I wasn't hooked on it like you guys were. That's fair enough. That's totally all, legit. We can't all like the same animes. Um. And yes, we can. Well, we have Gary, in the past, but... Yeah. Gary has a habit of, of hating anime and games that I really like. It's always it's always really fun. Oh, that's not true at all. Really? No, there are... There, Gary, let me put it this way. There are more... There are more games and animes that I have enjoyed and recommended to you liked 
um, than there than there are. Whereas most of the things that you recommend to me, I actually enjoy as much as you do. Uh, so I, I think you're biased against me, Gary. I'm really hurt here because <laughs> it, sh- it surely can't be that I have garbage taste because I don't. I just don't know. I, I don't know how to please you, Gary, and, and it makes me sad. He wants really to please hoping... you, Gary. I do. I was hoping. I was so hoping that this anime would please you after after the last one disappointed you so much, and I just wanted to. So... I want to make you happy, Gary. Is it my turn to pick Almost again this gone. this week? Who is it this week to pick? I I went after Chris last time, so is are we gonna go with that again? Yeah, I guess. Or did, did somebody have another yeah. one? I, I'm cool with whatever. I know. I think the count reset. It's up to you. I mean, I I have an anime in mind, or if you do, you can go ahead. I mean, I oh, have I've... one. Not really, but I ha- yeah, no. I can't <laughs> even lie. All right. Well, <laughs> I've got a couple in mind. I just don't know if you guys have seen all of these yet. Uh, Lamos. Well, if you if you get into an anime that's a lot of fun yet kind of confusing. I don't know if you guys have 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 seen Durarara. <laughs> yes, that Chris has. Durarara. Oh, I love Durarara so much. See, I've got a is. I've got a Celtie Sterlison figurine. She's one yes. of my favorites. Celtie <laughs> is is Best Bay. Oh um, yes. Gary and Ben, have you guys seen that one before? No, I haven't. I've seen it. Yes. Okay. Well, if three of the four have seen it, then it's probably not a good one to pick. No. Um. Otherwise, the other one I was looking at was where? Where, where did it go? I, I I think I I talked about this one in the past, and I, but I don't think I ever made it a recommendation. ID zero. ID zero. ID zero. It's on Netflix. So this will be my recommendation to you guys. <clears throat> I'll give you a quick synopsis. Set in the distant future where humanity has expanded its reach well beyond the solar system thanks to the use of robots that can be operated through the transference of human consciousness, a young student finds herself operating one of these I-machines and is sent to serve as a crew member on a mining spaceship. Okay, now this is sounding from... I have watch list so yeah i think i know which one you're talking i haven't watched it but it is in my watch list does it have robots in it uh yeah well because because... the fact that it's a human that puts the conscious into a robot i'm gonna go with no (laughs) (laughs) i missed that part of the explanation okay i love you gary i love you so much like i said it's available on netflix and there are 12 episodes nice well, I think Gary hasn't seen it because, yeah. Make sure it was the right one. Yep. All right. Cool. Sweet. So now I got a re- now I got a reason to watch it. So sounds good. Because now it's homework. Yes. Okay. Exactly. We're gonna wrap this up now, I think, because we've been going on for quite some time. What's going on? I know. What? Never. This, this was another. This was another. Can I just say honestly? Kudos to all of us. We all deserve to pat ourselves on the back. I've really enjoyed the pretty much every last episode of this that we've that we've done. I've always felt that we we're really good at discussing anime. Yay. We talk so. anime good. <laughs> Sorry, I ran out of steam there, but, but no, I really I thought the last several 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 uh, discussions we've had about all these anime has been very quality, very high end. So. Kudos to all of you guys. You, you, it's, you make this magical, and 
yeah. Oh, thank it's you, been Chris. Awesome. <laughs> no, it's like I said, it's this is definitely the highlight of my Sunday afternoons. I mm-hmm. always look forward to doing this with you guys. And if I know I'm going to be out and about, I try and make sure to, to try and get back in time to do it. So I don't want to miss being with you guys. No. Um, anyway, thank you. <laughs> no, but seriously, <laughs> I, I, fine, Thanks, I'll add to man. it. But seriously, you guys, I've, I've really enjoyed this anime podcast. And now that I've taken over as host because Neil's moved on I, I thank you for putting up with my host style because it's it's been a bit weird jumping in the host seat again after all these years of not really hosting but hosting you're beautiful ben so thank you for putting up with my me on both the unchained and the anime podcast so and i enjoy recording with all of you because you're all awesome folks and you're incredibly smart so thank you also, Crunchyroll and Funimation, please sponsor please stop us. us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, we, we don't, I don't even want to be paid. I just want a little link that says crunchyroll.com slash the problematic sticker podcast. Oh, that would be amazing. Right? That's all I want. I don't care if I get no money from that. I don't give a shit. All I want is that little thing so people can get like a 10% discount off or something like that. Or we can get free. <laughs> yeah. Or we can get free. <laughs> I'm not. Yeah, you, know, you I, guys can get free. I'm. I don't even care about that. But all I care yeah. about is the little link. That'll be enough for me. Because yep, that'll I, be uh, like, oh look, someone's acknowledged me. <laughs> that, that's it's the it's the trophy thing. You, yeah. you need you, your trophy. You want senpai then. to notice you? Yeah, I want senpais to notice me. Senpais notice me. That that's what you need. That's when when you what? post the link to this on <laughs> on Twitter. Ben, uh, make sure make sure you include those hashtags. Yeah. Hashtag Crunchyroll, hashtag Senpai Notice Me. I've been tweeting this to Crunchyroll. <laughs> Bravo. Fantastic. Bravo. I, and that, that guy kind of goes, I agree with, that, that goes back to what we were just saying, is that I, I think it's quality. I think it, no. Well, yes. yes. But no, I, I think it's quality enough that, I, I think we've got quality enough here for, for that. Although they'll probably ask me to stop swearing so much. Uh, anyway, I want to wrap this up as we were wrapping it up. But seriously, yes. thank you all for being amazing hosts. Um, uh, uh, Klaus, do you want to say your shout outs and stuff and how they can contact you? I should because there's a special thing I want to plug this week. Ooh, um, Ooh do uh, tell. Our, uh, our, our main podcast, Phoenix on Radio, will Phoenix be celebrating its... We'll be celebrating three years uh, this coming Saturday. Yeah. So um, we've been doing this uh, this podcast now for you know very long time for us. It seems like longer than we ever anticipated it. And yeah. uh, we'd like to have you guys come join us. Uh, like I said, live at uh, nine thirty p.m. Eastern, six thirty p.m. Pacific. TV. It's on radio. That's going to be September first. Uh, yeah. We'll be celebrating our three year podcast anniversary um you can find me out on twitter at phxdn underscore klaus k-l-a-u-s-s um as always thank you so much for listening to us guys we really appreciate it shout out to all of you guys for being amazing uh, co-hosts and putting up with my shit on a regular basis and um thank you to all the listeners um chris uh, shout out to all friends, family, fans, you guys, of course, as we kept getting all sappy and, and teary-eyed, circle jerky, but it was fun. 
I'm not crying. You're crying. Oh, I'm not crying. I'm just, I'm just cutting that's... onions. Oh, I'm not crying. That's just semen in my eye. Um, Gary, knock it off. Yeah, like where's the oh, sticker? You know that's where the semen came from, Klaus. The... You knocked it Gary. off. That's <laughs> why so uh, you get another. Yes, give it to me. Uh, the and if you wanna. If you want to see any of the insane shit that I that I retweet on a daily basis, you can catch me at Devangel. That's D-E-V-A-N-G-I-E-L. Um, shout out to Alfonso, Tim, Neil. We miss you all. We love you all. Please come back to us soon. Yeah. Gary? Uh, yeah, shout out to you guys for having me on. Um, Fonzie, I miss you. Tim, always miss you. <clears throat> Yeah. Okay. What's how hers? can they? How can they stalk you? You can stalk me at Gagaush. That's G A G L A U S H on Twitter. Uh, I'd like to show out to Klaus. Uh, remember, there'll be a, the uh, third anniversary on September first at Twitch.tv slash Phoenix Down Radio with Sarah and Luna. I I can't believe they put me for that many years. Though I've been there yeah. for three years, but oh, yeah, two and a half. Two and a half. Um. A shout out to Maelstrom Radio, twitch.tv slash Radio. Shout out to Sheer Hills I Tank at twitch.tv slash Sheer Hills I Tank. A shout out to Alfonso. A shout out to Tim. We miss you. Hope you're okay. And, you know, give Crystal a hug for us. Uh, shout out to Neil. Hope you're doing okay if you're even listening to this. You probably skip right to the end just because you don't really listen to anime. So, <laughs> this is the only bit you're listening to, probably. So, <laughs> yeah. is he shouting us out? I'm like, yeah. Um, a shout out to Crunchyroll. I'm a whore. Please, please give us a link. And Funimation. I want to give a shout out to Funimation on your tale of that because they were the ones that had the Golden Kamui uh, dub. Crunchyroll okay. did not. And a shout out oh, to and, Funimation. And Netflix for having a bunch of awesome anime for us to yeah. watch too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I don't Indeed. think Netflix will, will, will even notice us. But, um, well, notice maybe, we said, huh? maybe if you tweet out to them. Yeah. Maybe yeah, Netflix see, notice us, senpai. Should I just tweet every anime? I've just Crunchyroll, Animation, Verve, Netflix. Well, sure, why not? Is it, anyway, is it gonna hurt? No. Maybe. <laughs> They'll be like, please stop contacting. Us. Do, do you want it to hurt? <laughs> maybe. <laughs> anyway, I'll finish my shout outs now before I get into too much trouble. Uh, shout out to everyone that's listening. Please keep listening. Give us a review, maybe. You know, this is the first time I'm bothering with this. Um, so go give us a review on the Google App Store or on the um, iTunes or whatever. Give yeah, us let a us zero. know what you guys think of it. Yeah, give us a zero or a five star. Nothing in between, though. We want a zero or a five. <laughs> you either like it or you hate it, to be honest. <laughs> no, yeah. f- feedback is definitely al- always yeah. at any of our contacts. Feedback's always welcome. If you want to tell me to yeah. shut the fuck up, or please me- do. Or say, oh, no, that chitty guy's too much shut of a... Get up. rid of him. Get rid of Chili and, and have Gary host. Maybe. Can I just leave now? Overlord will take over. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, until then, um, anime sentence here. Good night. <laughs> I don't know what to say. Plus Ultra! Yay, we'll go with that. Plus Ultra! <laughs> I don't know. It works for my hero. No. Yeah. Russ Ultra! No, no, no.
go end the podcast now. And then, Goodbye. And now, goodbye.